You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now, your host, Trey Harris. Morning. Welcome to another day of higher education. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Not all that bad, considering I'm in this dump. Come on. You know, this is a really volcanic ensemble you're wearing. It's really marvelous. Volcanic? Well, you know, hot, dangerous. Did you go to class today? Well, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready. I'll go for it. It's virtually painless. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. Okay, I'll see you at lunch. Okay, well, listen. I'll call ahead to the cafeteria and make a couple of reservations, you know, two by the window. Sure. Oh, well, no, you don't like to see the sun. Okay, something else. Uh, listen, may I admire you again today? I don't think he wants to fuck her. I think he just wants to wear her clothes. Yeah. I think so, He's too. He's definitely the gay best friend. Welcome to 80s Revisited, another autumn revisited classic, soon to be classic, Pretty in Pink, February 28th, 1986. I'm one of your hosts, Trey Harris. Autumn Harris. And our producer, our own not like ducky person, but whatever. What? I lost what I was trying to say there. I was like, I'm saying our own ducky, but that would be kind of an insult. Yes, See, nothing like Ducky. Our own James Spader. What was his name in here? Uh, Ultron. Our own Ultron. <laughs> there we go. Jesse Sedgley. Yes, I am. Or yes, I am. You got to be more comical because you know. I'm gonna edit it. Later. Wait, have you seen him? Have you seen <laughs> Ultron? Yeah. Did we, okay, I remember if you asked you that earlier, just so in case we said something. <laughs> so there might be some spoilers of Age of Ultron when we start talking about this movie and how Ultron tries to screw over. Hey, it's the chick from Independence Day. Oh, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> I didn't notice that until you just pointed that out. Huh. It's huh. like the second movie I've ever seen her in. <laughs> Pretty much. But anyway, as I mentioned, February 28th, 1986, IMDb 6.7, Rotten Tomatoes 79% critics, 82% audience, so pretty close not as exact as last week's classic 16 candles where it was mm-hmm. exactly the same but close nonetheless no info on the budget but since uh, 2 years earlier 16 candles cost 6.5 million we're going to call this one an estimated 6.5 as well maybe 7 just for inflation opened at 6 domestically grossed twice as much practically as 16 candles at 40.3 million no info on worldwide or rentals either the internet failed for the second week in a row but anyway, this one was directed by Howard Ditch, who also directed the Keanu Reeves classic, The Replacements, which uh, is where he's a football quarterback, and it's actually a pretty good Green Goblin. No, I'm sorry, The Lizard plays his kicker. Uh, and also the John Candy Dan Aykroyd classic, The Great Outdoors, written by John Hughes, as last week's was as well. Of course, we mentioned his writing credits included National Lampoon's uh, vacation, European Vacation, and Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he wrote Home Alone, Beethoven, and Mr. Mom. And again, two weeks in a row, row Molly Ringbald as Andy, of course, Breakfast Club, and last week, Sixteen Candles. And the great Harry Dean Stanton, who's been in practically every movie you've ever seen for the most part, uh, was her dad, Jack, uh, notably Alien, Green Mile, Paris, Texas, and 189 other films. So, wow. Yeah. In fact, there's a documentary on Netflix. I don't know if it's still up there. It was on my queue for a while, but it was uh, about him and how everybody in Hollywood knows him. Hmm. Or, like, he's met, like, he's, like, just because he's been in so many flipping movies with so many people. Partly fiction? 
Yep. Haven't watched it yet. Hmm. But Great. get around to it. What documentary was it? What that we watched the other day? Oh, the Atari one about the ET cartridges. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Atari Game Over. Mm. That was a, if you're looking for a good documentary on Netflix, highly recommend that one. It's related to the 80s about ET and everything. It's pretty funny too. Yeah, it's really funny and uh, a lot of good insight onto that urban. You know what was at one point an urban legend, and then as we found out a few years ago that they were buried out there and all that. So there was a lot of truth to it. Interviews with notable gamer people too. Yeah, they make a great Call of Duty joke. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Annie Potts, the lovely Annie Potts, uh, Ziona, uh, of course, Ghostbusters 1 and 2, and TV's Designing Women. Uh, John Cryer was Ducky, not the cute, lovable Ducky from Land Before Time, who was voiced mm. by the little girl from Jaws of Revenge, who was killed by her father shortly oh, after God. the filming. I know. Why do you always have to talk How about that? How do you that? know that? You said you don't listen to the podcast. You've told me that before. Okay. Pro- I guess we were watching Jaws of Revenge, so you do remember things. But, uh, you, of course you remember things, but insignificant things that I tell you when we're watching a movie before you fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, but John Cryer, Two and a Half Men, also the classic Charlie Sheen film, Hot Shots, part D. I mean, uh, excuse me, the first one, not part D. Uh, and Ultron himself, as mentioned before, Jane Spader was Steph. Of course, most recently, Age of Ultron, The Office, but also uh, the nerd in Stargate. Mm. Uh, let's see. who uh, Andrew McCarthy, an 80s icon of sorts, yes. of course, as Blaine, uh, most notably Mannequin and... The classic Weekend at Bernie's 1 and 2. Yep. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay, hey, yo, as the bouncer, uh, pretty much. Himself. <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. He's, that's all he has claim to fame. And as we were watching it, my eagle eyes recognized a girl, who, an actress whom I've always had a crush on mm. back in the day, and Gina Gershon in a little bit role as Trombley. She even had a character name. I don't think they said it, but she was also, of course, in The Insider and the Wachowski siblings, not the brothers anymore, film Bound, which was... Really nice. Until you're married, and then you don't watch such films like that anymore. Exactly. But anyway, Autumn, again, you picked this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, floor is yours. What you got to say about Pretty in Pink? Uh, Watching it again after so long. Or, or I don't know how long so, it's been for you. Like, it just reminds you of how stupid you are when you're a teenager. <laughs> Seriously, I'm reminded about that like, every day when I look oh in the mirror god, at all these scars. I really have this crush on Blaine, but he's rich and I'm poor. Oh god, I'm so poor. Shut up, who cares? <laughs> Does he like you or not? Date him or don't? Shut the fuck yeah, up. He doesn't want your money. <laughs> it's so weird. But yeah. yeah. Obviously, like... I'm in the same boat. 20 minutes after the end of this movie, <laughs> they broke up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in the tree when we talked about that. They're but uh, obviously I, not still together or anything. Yeah, if there was a part two, they would have long been divorced. Yeah, well, not even no. divorced. Like they wouldn't have made. No, it through I can high see school. them getting married, and then no. she got a nice divorce settlement. No way. So let's say they're juniors for the sake of argument because they went to prom, right? After prom, so prom's April May, they would not have dated all summer. They would have broken up. I don't know. She of was like puppy loving him. So what? Do you remember being sixteen? Yes. And there are still girl, there are still like movie, you know. I still have a crush on Ariel. Still have a crush on Sorsha. All these, you know, years, thirty years ago, crushes. Still like, oh god, still pretty. I remember being a kid and being in love with you. Yeah, but like once you start dating and you're like, oh, this actually sucks. Then yeah, you're over it. vaginas actually smell bad. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just saying stupid <laughs> shit to keep it interesting because we're talking about pretty and fucking pink. <laughs> they would have broken up 20 minutes after the end of this movie. Probably there's Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, I'm going to open my lighter dramatically. Yo, and light my cigarette. She would not have gotten with Ducky because as we mentioned, Ducky likes dudes. Yes, and we'll get to that hey, shortly. Did you even have him say anything? 
<laughs> he, he talks like he has like a couple lines. Yeah, it's, just if they're gonna show him, he better be talking. Yeah, <laughs> no, he does. He talks to Ducky. Yeah, they and, even uh, call him Dice Man. Like he he literally plays himself. As he does his entire life, because he's yeah. not an actor. He's just himself. He should always be credited as himself and yes. anything he's in. But uh, I have never seen this movie all the way. I've always seen bits and pieces of it until we watched it. And honestly, I didn't mind it that much. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I don't consider it like a waste of my time, like Battleship or Lone Survivor or, you know, mm-hmm. shitty movies I've seen recently that really were a waste of my time. But uh, you know, for what it was, you know, I enjoyed it. And I thought it was it was a good cast. You know, with Harry Dean Stanton and Andy Potts showing up, and of course James Spader and McCarthy and everything. But you know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You know, it's it didn't it, honestly it it didn't feel like a John Hughes movie to me. As far as I mean, he did, of course he didn't direct it, so right. you know. But I mean, it's his writing still, and all that. But it's a little too gritty for you. The yeah, characters it was, it was are dark. Smoking. I mean, when Andrew Dice Clay shows up, I was just like, yeah. "Whoa, this is can't be John Hughes. This is this is too racy. There's, this is too crazy." There's a lot more cigarette smoking. <laughs> it's not just like everyone's happy high school. Like yeah, it's the dark, seedy underbelly yeah. of you know Chicago wherever they, yeah. youth. They didn't go to Shermer High School. They went no. somewhere else. The the other Inner school. Inner city. Yeah, <laughs> dangerous minds. Not but, even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ducky doesn't have a sing a song that he sings or whatever. Anyway, whatever, stupid. He does he lip syncs. Yeah, I'm sure he lip syncs real yes, real to, deep on the mic. To Al Green. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's not like weird. They work in a record store. Well, he doesn't. No, but he's he he shows up and stalks the girl right. that he wants to be. Spoilers. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I didn't not not really a revisit for me, but it definitely a revisit for you. So yeah. I mean, do you still like it as much as you yeah, did when of you? Of course. You know, do you like it? Appreciate it more? Like it less? About the same? It's the same. I mean, no different emotions when you watch. I mean, this wasn't no. one. I mean, did you watch this or Sixteen Candles more? Sixteen Candles. Did you watch Sixteen Candles or Breakfast Club more? Sixteen Candles. God, you suck. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> Breakfast Club's so much better. But anyway, that's that's just my opinion. It's okay. We're all individuals here. But anyway, uh, this uh, should be noted, too. Some of the behind-the-scenes stuff is pretty cool, much of what you kind of said already, in a sense. Uh, but it was filmed in the same high school where Greece was film, uh, filmed. Yeah. So you might notice that whatever the name of their fucking school was, it looks a Rydell. lot like Rydell High. No, theirs. Oh, um, I don't think they told us. I don't think they did either. But, of course, Rydell. Everybody knows Rydell High. Hmm. You know, not as nice. It's not as cool as Bayside. Do they, do they Ducky? Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, they totally know. Uh, can I uh, make a reservation for us for lunch today and uh, admire you later? <laughs> Dumb. Dumb character. Stupid. That's a terrible impression. Uh, when, okay, it goes without saying that my impressions are terrible. I've never claimed to have a good impression. Huh. Daniel has claimed on several episodes way back in the day to, that he was good at certain impressions. I have never made such boastful claims. I don't know this, Daniel. <laughs> We I I tend to forget him as well too until I speaking of which I listened to uh, one of all, the Money Pit Friday Thirteenth episode just because I was trying to find the part in it where you can hear the girls scream when they're watching it in the other room oh, we mentioned right, on the podcast because right, yeah. I was going to admit like hey if you want to you know fact check me it's this good god the audio quality is so much better with this lovely equipment that you've gotten <laughs> like I don't Was that I, long ago jeez yeah I mean like it just you know, like oh god I don't I don't remember it sounding. It sounds so good now, so your yeah. listeners, you know, thank Jesse for the, the you know, not, no, yeah, in the background or anything like that because of the amazing setup that he has so we can come here and talk our bullshit for an you hour probably or two. probably hear something right now because I have the fan on. 
Yeah, but it's it's summer in Louisiana, so deal yeah, with deal it. With. <laughs> you mad, bro? Deal with it. The yeah. sunglasses, the eight bit sunglasses fall on my face. Yeah, at least we're not recording it with a phone like a lot of popular podcasts do. And yeah, even the big ones nice. too. Like a lot, of, like to do. Is a lot that of an interviews option? Can I stay home and call in? No, no, yeah. no. This is family time. Me, you, and Jesse <laughs> going over our issues. But anyway, interestingly enough, Robert, Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark himself, was almost cast as Ducky. But when he realized what he had to wear, he was like, nope, I'm not doing this movie. And that's total bullshit. He was actually cast, but he was not given it, given the role, because the original ending had Andy ending up with Ducky. But Molly Ringwald says this ending may have stuck if Downey won the role because she didn't give him the same kind of brother vibe that John Cryer and her kind of gave. Mm. As their relationship was being more like that and not intimate. <clears throat> uh Actually, this contradicts what I said earlier. So, IMDb, you're a liar. It says Molly Ringwald prefers, says that this is her favorite of her own films, which uh-huh. it also said that she said that about Sixteen Candles. <gasps> Maybe Believe they're all nothing. her favorite. Trust no one. They might Mulder. all be her favorite. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but Anthony Michael Hall turned down the role of Ducky, so good for him. So that way it wasn't Sixteen Candles Part Two or something, mm-hmm. because it's practically almost the same movie. In, it is in a big not- way. It is, for the most part. I mean, same no. kind of situation. No. Yes, Molly Ringwald is torn between, like, guys here, and no. you know, she has a, a, a geek that's trying to get with her the whole time. She's not yeah. torn between guys. Really? Because, like, she, she thinks I'm not good enough, and then, oh, you, he asked another girl to the prom, and he forgot. Wah, he wah. didn't actually forget he was I know, he was breaking up her. with her. Yeah, because Jane Spader is such a badass. And that's with not his, what happened. Oh, really? Explain what happened. Go ahead, go for it. Yes. The floor what I was you. saying was that's not what happened in Sixteen Candles. But she was like, not knowing if she could get with the guy or not. She was she was unsure about no. herself. Yes, okay, she was. In Sixteen Candles. She had a crush on a dude who's older than her, and, and she had the... doesn't know that he even knows who she is. So she has a crush on like a rando, basically. Okay. This she's dating a guy. But because his friends don't like her and she doesn't like his friends, there's like strife and struggle and she's poor and he's not. So she feels all weird, not a place. <laughs> and he breaks up with her because his friends are James Spader. <laughs> That's just the extra coat of paint to make it not the same movie that she's, it's rich and poor instead of just like, he doesn't know I exist. It's <laughs> different. It's, instead of junior, senior, it's <laughs> rich and poor. Yes, because in Sixteen Candles, the dude was a senior or whatever, and because he asked about the chick, remember, we, we listened to it, and it sounded I like it's a pedophile talking. Remember. She's too young, bro. I don't care. Well, yeah, I want to do more than that like with her. she was, like, 15, and he was, like, 17, or she yeah. was 16, and he was 18. Yeah, she must have been a freshman then. So no, 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 no. She wasn't a freshman. She was either a sophomore. I think she was a sophomore. Whatever. She, I don't give yeah, a shit. because she just turned 16. I don't care. Fuck, fuck these movies. <laughs> fuck you. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. <laughs> we could go on for hours. <laughs> but I'll spare our listeners our internal so spatting. people jaywalking in this movie. Yes, go ahead. You win. <laughs> sure. But anyway, uh, when Andy comes back to her room to study with Ducky, the soda can she's holding says Coke on one side and Pepsi on the other. Hmm. For some bizarre reason, they made a can that says either as if they couldn't decide who they were going to get to be their advertiser. Did they get paid by both? I don't know. I couldn't find any info because on it because I thought that was really interesting. Genius. Yep. Uh, Where's that scene at? I'm going to have a phone, and on one side it's going to be the Apple emblem, and on the other a Samsung emblem, yeah, and look then for I just want Coke. royalties from both. Yeah, what about the rest of it? I think it might have just been like a prop can they had to use for either whoever's their sponsor. Ow. 
and it just got switched in the scenes or something. I don't even see a can. Well, there you go. Well, IMDb has lied before in this podcast. It could lie again. Maybe they just put that in there hoping that some nerd would go through and try to find it. <laughs> Maybe. Just keep your eyes open. Uh, but this is really interesting uh, as far as the behind-the-scenes stuff goes. Because, of course, we know that John Hughes kind of looked at Molly Ringwald as, like, his muse for a lot of his high school films, as she was in 90% of them. Actually, pretty much all of his high school films. Uh, but he was allegedly unhappy with the ending of this film, and he wanted Andy to get together with Ducky. But the film's ending of Andy getting together with Blaine was forced upon him by the studio. So in retaliation, Hughes pretty much made this exact same film over again. What did he call it? Not Sixteen Candles, so it came out two years before. But it was uh, called uh, what was it? Some Kind of Wonderful in 87, one year after this one. Mm. A film about a similar love triangle. And Hughes wanted Molly Ringwald to star in Some Kind of Wonderful as well, but she refused. And Hughes took it personally. And that pretty much ended their working relationship and they never worked together again. Because Hughes didn't like the ending of this movie. Like, if you're a professional actor, that is your job. That is how you make money. You make good money. Why would you turn down anything? Just be like, how much are you paying me? Absolutely, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, most actors would do that. But again, you know, she's kind of a, I mean, I don't know her personally. I'm just saying, like, I mean, this is when she's big. Mm-hmm. You know, the teen queen. She's you know. worried about being typecast? Um, too late. Well, that and, you know, she's okay, probably. Okay, there's the can. The can. Uh, and, and it's it, off camera. There's the I dead air. It. I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> and he's hiding it. I guess you have to watch it on Blu-ray and high def and frame by frame because it's impossible. Wait. Oh nope. But anyway, we're trying to investigate this to fact check IMDb. But anyway, yeah. So, but I mean, if, you know, like there's actors like now that you hear demands about like, oh, if they want to be in the movie, they, you know. Uh, for example, like if the, if the director's not like a Clint Eastwood or a Ridley Scott or a Spielberg uh, or a Scorsese or whoever. And Pepsi. Yep. How about that? Oh, yep. <laughs> Weird. There's the Pepsi. You Pepsi see the, logo and I saw the Coke on the other side. You can see the choice of a new generation. There's new Coke. Oh, school volleyball reminds me of Rock and Roll High School. Ooh. Rock, rock, rock. Stop! Rock, 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 stop it! <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, <coughs> what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, the working relationship, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, a lot of star, like big stars, because I mean, you're in a, you're in an industry of egos, you know. So, the yeah. But then, like, I've heard, for example, I've heard stories like Tom Cruise likes to work with certain directors. Like, he likes to work with different directors. He did Eyes Wide Shut because he wanted to work with Kubrick. Uh, he did uh, Minority Party. He wanted to work with Spielberg. And then, like, of all the stories I've heard again, these are stories that you kind of hear on the internet or books or whatever medium that like he likes to do that because obviously Cruise is going to direct at some point. Yeah. But also, like, he gives. The stories I've heard is he's more like he gives input or ideas, but you have other actors that come on set like, I'm not doing this this way. No, because they might be working with a first-time director or a director they don't care for or they just their ego enters the room, the set, five minutes before they do, and they're just like, no, no. Like, uh, I think you might have been telling me, Jesse, like Val Kilmer on that local, that Blood Out movie or whatever just like showed up and oh, right, like right. half-assed. They're like, you know, not. I, mean, I love Val Kilmer, but I mean, yeah. that's, you know, even if you're doing a cheap movie, you know, do your best. Would be my, that's, yeah, but no. that's my work ethic. Again, I'm not an actor making millions of dollars for some reason. <laughs> you know, but Try whatever. harder. I'm trying so hard. Jesse, I mm. need to be ca- your next film. <laughs> I need this role, Jesse. Do you want to be an actor? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and then going along with you were kind of speculating what happens 20 minutes after the movie. Mm-hmm. In 2010, for the 20th anniversary of the film Entertainment Weekly, like they tend to do for so many movies recently, like Princess Bride, et cetera, et cetera. They reunited Molly Ringwald, John Cryer, and Annie Potts for a photo shoot and interview. 
and they discuss what they thought their characters would be up to after the movie ends. And Ringwald states that she thought Andy and Blaine would have broken up shortly after the end of the film, as Autumn predicted as well, but Andy and Ducky would have remained lifelong friends, and Ducky would have long since come out of his closet. So, straight from, mm-hmm. not the horse, because she doesn't have a horse face, but straight from the Ringwald's mouth. Yeah. And Autumn's own, what's the word I'm looking for? He mouth. probably would have had to wait until, like, college to come out, though. Probably past that, because we're talking about the 80s here. Yeah. 86, graduated in 88, it would have to have been after college. Yeah. And knowing how the world was at that point. But anyway, score-wise, what type of score would you give this film? <laughs> would you give it a pink? Would you give it a pretty? Would you give it an ugly? <laughs> would you give it an ugly, an ugly beige or a moderate blue? Or is pretty, it pretty and pink? Pretty pink bunny. Okay. Perhaps. So is that better than squirrel or comparable? Uh, Just to see which, because since you like... I mean, we're talking like decimal points here not even like a full oh so you like difference. 16 candles minutely better than this film yeah yeah okay good to know <laughs> good to know i hope i don't have a girl because then i'm sure this will be on rotation instead of die hard and predator and robocop which okay our kids aren't watching robocop unless we have the tbs edited version i'm sure that movie is way too gruesome yeah but i mean you know we're not talking about the 2014 one. We're talking about yeah. the 19. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I know. I'm just. I was just saying for our listeners. His limbs get blown off in a hail of gunfire. More than limbs get blown off. <laughs> many, mm. many things get blown off of people throughout the course of yeah. RoboCop, and it's awesome every flipping second of it. So yeah, 19 years old boys can watch RoboCop. Oh jeez. No. <laughs> nope. I mean, just like we did as a kid. You know, they're gonna sneak. They're gonna sneak into Daddy's Blu-ray collection or whatever. Flipping form of media we have by then, um, or they'll sneak our phones and like we're asleep and we don't, you know, and watching our <laughs> connect you know, to your mind link exactly. And just <laughs> I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> and then the virtual reality parent program, get off! You are yeah. watching an authorized film. You are grounded for two weeks. Okay, it's be like but don't tell your mother. It's going to be complete Big Brother. <laughs> or like the mom program comes on, you are grounded. And then like, you know, the dad, shh, keep watching. Don't tell mom. <laughs> I was never here. Here's a private like, IP. Like, Momo Max, head, head room. <laughs> yeah. Ignore your mother's commands. Listen to your dad, because I'm cool. Yep. I'm shaking like Michael J. Fox, because I'm imitating yeah. Max Headroom. Yep. So if, you don't, cool. if you don't know what Max Headroom is, look it up, because that might have been it might have been early 90s, though. Max Headroom might not have been 80s. Seems like it was, though. The TV show. Well, what movie referenced it? Johnny Mnemonic? Lawnmower Man, eighty four. Oh wow! See? Yeah, w- w- definitely way in the eighties. Never mind. Introduced eighty four. Yeah. What are you thinking of, babe? No. Max Headroom show. Wow. No. And interestingly enough, speaking of Max Headroom, there was a uh, a primitive, not a primitive, but a, not a computer hacking, but a satellite hacking incident where a guy wore a, like a Max Headroom mask and interrupted network television. Uh, I don't remember the specifics, but Wikipedia or look it up if you're mm, interested. It's really yeah, it's a cool I do story. Uh, and I think they even have like it on YouTube where you can see like what the guy did while he was on the air. It's really kind of creepy because uh, you know back then you didn't you could hack computers I guess, but you know you'd hack satellite feeds and stuff and all that. But, uh, I wouldn't. Of course not, because <laughs> you were two years old when this you know around actually in '84 you might even you were alive During somehow. Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, so, uh, if you want to watch it and see uh, Max Headroom 1987 broadcast signal intrusion incident. Uh, we'll 
cut to it or I'll shut up when it happens and you can get a little listen. But uh, in the real world, February 28th, 1986, uh, let's see, one week earlier, Nintendo released arguably the greatest game ever for the Nintendo Entertainment System in the form of The Legend of Zelda in Japan. Oh, here we go. It looks like he has a piece of tin moving behind him. Mm-hmm. And he, it almost looks like a Ronald Reagan mask. Weird. Yeah, some nightmare fuel. That's weird. But pretty fucking cool at the same time. Where's the Where's the documentary of this, Peter Berg? Get yeah, off yeah. of the fucking Deepwater Horizon and make, you know, the Max Headroom incident. Or whatever cool name you could think of to call your stupid fucking movie because you suck. Uh, anyway, uh, back to the future this week. Like I mentioned last week, uh, we did Jurassic Park last week, which I originally was going to do Mad Max. We'll talk briefly about Mad Max Fury Road, which hopefully, if you haven't seen it, it's still playing because you need to go see that fucking movie immediately. I haven't seen it. You're about to, but we're recording this on June 1st, so I know it's still playing because we're going later in the week to actually see it so you can see it because I want to see it again. Jesse hasn't seen it. I know he'll see it. I know he'll love it. It's fucking incredible. Let me know when you go. Yeah, we'll go to Perkins Row, as usual. Yeah, I do. So I have those uh, 2015 buckets and stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We had, no, we had the popcorn, but lost it or threw it away because we didn't end up using it again. We'd always forget it. We uh, go to the movie and like, where's the fucking bucket? We forgot the bucket. Oh, we always bring it. We have two. We forgot. Each. So we're just like, nah, screw it. Another whipping. But uh, if you haven't seen, or if you're not familiar with the Mad Max universe, uh, recently I went back and mm. made Autumn watch the Mad Max. And uh, Okay, then you're not, me and Jesse are going to have a mandate and go see it. <laughs> you can stay home. Will this be your first date? Yes, it will be. Our first date out and about, just us, painting the town red. If you if you could see the look, you actually if you, if you I'm gonna be quiet for a second. I bet you can hear the look she's Let's giving tweet me. Tweet the picture. <laughs> Just, nah. Getting a picture of Autumn when you tell her you're about to take a picture is like a Bigfoot. It's always gonna be blurry and out of focus because she immediately shies away. Not if I just leave this here and then activate it with my laptop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know which way you look. But anyway, uh, highest possible recommendation. It's one of, it, if I had to make a it, uh, list of like the best action movies ever, this would be on that list somewhere. It's, it's from the moment it starts, it goes and it doesn't stop. And one of the cool things about the film too, uh, they filmed it in sequence, in order. Mm. Uh and it was really cool hearing some like interviews and stuff where like the cast was saying it was like, how it was like they were actually going on that trip uh, trip like in the movie they together. Repeat locations. They go well. You'll see. Okay. I mean, not like in a bad way. It makes sense for the story. I mean, that makes it easier to go in order. Like if I was filming a movie where I don't never repeat a location. Oh, I, I see what you're order. saying. Like it, it, it's a you know it's it's a journey film. It's like going taking the ring to Mordor type thing. Oh, okay, you know, yeah. like so. But then you can do it that. Come, it, <laughs> the journey comes full circle. Right. Puts you that way. Uh, but it's uh, and of course you know George Miller, the director, pretty much he's he did the first Mad Max trilogy, which you know the first Mad Max. Look it up real quick. I think it was in might have been seventy. I don't know if it was eighty. It might have been in the early seventies. I don't remember exactly the first one. Yeah, seventy nine because we'll be able to do it for the podcast. Uh, but we're definitely doing the Road Warrior. Doing it next week, as a matter of fact. And in mm-hmm. fact, if you if you didn't notice our new logo for the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, when I was making it, I wanted to put the Road Warrior on it, but the only images I can find, because uh, I, I basically search for high res images so I can make the logo big and then you know make it the appropriate size so it looks yeah. good small. 
I could not find a good enough image of the Road Warrior from the poster or anything to put him on the new logo. So instead, I had to put Rambo in his spot, which hmm. still notable because he is the winner of our first hundred character countdown. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's the only movie on our new logo that we've already done. So uh, I see. And that is because, you know, Age Revisited Trivia, because I couldn't find a good picture of the Road Warrior to put on the logo. <laughs> just Google. copy it straight from the screen, huh? Like, go full screen with it and just do a screen grab or something. I probably could have, in, you know, yeah. in hindsight, but oh, it was well. just, everyone, I, and also it was just, it was, I just couldn't, in the time I was trying to do it in, I just didn't find it. So yeah. the, the, the blame is on me. But, uh, yeah, uh, in revisiting the first Mad Max because I've only seen that one like once a long time ago. Mm. And it was probably TBS, you know, one of those stations. And uh, I completely forgot that it pretty much wasn't, it was future, but not, it doesn't go full post-apocalyptic until Mad Max 2. Right. Road Warrior. But uh, the Road Warrior is still fucking badass. And I heard a lot of people, kind of like with Godzilla, like people like, uh, some like Autumn's mom saw, and she was like, yeah, I didn't like the new one because Mad Max doesn't talk that much. He doesn't talk much in any of them except the first one. In fact, in the second one, I was looking at the trivia when we were watching it because I've never looked up that movie on IMDb, and he only has like sixteen lines of dialogue hmm. in wow. the Road Warrior. But uh, yeah, if you have, if you have, and you don't, the cool thing about Fury Road is that it's still, it's not like a remake or a reboot. It's basically still just one of Max's adventures in the wasteland. Hmm. The only thing that doesn't make sense is that in Fury Road, it shows that he has a daughter. Where in there he doesn't. He had a son. He had a wife and a son. He didn't have a daughter. Mm. So, but in Fury Road, he's having visions, remembering his daughter, and his wife, and not his wife and his son. So that's the only excuse me incongruence between them, which is odd because George Miller's done every one of them. So, and all that. But yeah, uh, definitely highest possible recommendation. Go see it in a theater before it's too late. When it comes out on Blu-ray, buy it the day it comes out. It's worth watching again and again. It's it's one of those movies I can see. That if I was playing like Heroes of the Storm or you know a computer game or even a regular game and I had another TV like you kind of do when you were younger and have something playing while you're doing other stuff, it's one of those movies you can just put on and listen to and you know oh shit yeah fuck yeah <laughs> blah blah blah. Huh. I don't know I haven't seen it. I know, but you've seen <laughs> other movies. You went and saw it without me. Yeah, well you were in Wisconsin, home of serial killers and cows. Cows. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell them about the cheese. Like in the airport. There's oh, yeah, like, there's cheese shit everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> At the airport, they were selling all sorts of different types of cheese. You know those cheese head, like cheese wedge packers yeah. hats? Okay, they don't just do cheese wedges. They have cheese baseball caps, cheese cowboy Not hats, cheese. cheese footballs, cheese earmuffs, um, the Sounds cheese wedge, cheesy. of course. You ought to get to the cowboy hat and another one, and then we'll be mice for Halloween. I think they had a With, like, cheese hats. We'll be rich, rich mice. Rich mice. But like you, you could happen. buy cheese to snack on in the airport. Fuck like, yeah. I'm not cheese just going to sit down and open up a wheel of cheese and chow down on my you flight. You will, but you'll have a heart attack on the flight. Cheese. Jesus Christ. Everywhere. That's a lot of cheese. And then um, <laughs> fried cheese curds is a thing. Did you try any? Nope. Why not? You, you only cheese. live once. I Yolo. haven't been eating dairy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't eat uh-huh. dairy either. But anyway... Go see Mad Max, and again next week we're talking about the Road Warrior. So you haven't seen if you haven't seen the original classics in a while. Uh, my advice is if you if you've never seen the first Mad Max, check it out so you can have the whole story. If you have seen the original Mad Max, it's not one you need to rewatch again. If you've seen it once, there's really 
not that much there, in my opinion. It is worth noting, though, that the, the, guy that, the same guy that played Toe Cutter in Mad Max, the original, reprises his role, or excuse me, is in Fury Road, not as the same character, obviously, because Toe Cutter gets hit by a semi at the end of Mad Max. And, spoiler, but again, it's a 79 film. You should have seen it already. Was, were his eyes the ones that bugged out right before That's like died? a director trademark with George Miller, like, Everybody bu- like, ah, bugs out and then gets hit by a car. But uh, yeah, Weird. Road Warrior and Thunderdome are worth rewatching, especially the first half of Thunderdome when he gets sent into the desert. It gets a little less fun, in my opinion. But uh, again, you don't need to see any of them to enjoy Fury Road. It stands on its own, but it also stands with the others, which is really cool because it's not like a they're trying mm-hmm. to do anything different. They're just bringing the care. You know, they made they made another one. It's not just a trilogy anymore, and they didn't fuck it up like fucking uh. Indiana Jones. Mm. Yeah. So. Monkeys. <laughs> and ants. Ants and aliens. God. <laughs> That's a terrible cover. And it's funny, too, because when I was rewatching The Road Warrior and Mad Max, uh, you can almost kind of... Tom Hardy does kind of resemble a young Mel Gibson, like, uh, when you see him in Fury Road and then uh, hmm. when you're watching The Road Warrior. And uh, I'll be willing to bet Hardy watched the originals and probably might have mimicked some of his kind yeah. of facial things because... A lot of actors tend to do that. I wouldn't, be su- I wouldn't be surprised if he did something like that. Oh, in fact, I actually tried to get, uh, speaking of the logo, I, I had a high-resolution version of the Thunderdome poster, but like <laughs> it was just his like neck. So it would be like we have Chuck Norris, Arnold, Toxie, and then a giant Mel Gibson head. <laughs> or just his floating head like peeking over somebody's shoulder or something. So floating head it. posters. Yeah, so it, it didn't work. Like those Con Air posters. Exactly. But... <laughs> Come back next week. Go see Fury Road if you haven't. Check it out. And come back next week to hear our thoughts as we revisit The Road Warrior, one of the coolest action vehicle movies of the 80s and one of Mel Gibson's best. That doesn't involve historical, epic, Scottish stuff. So I know I told you about it earlier. Jesse, have you seen where everyone's like geeking out over Tom Hardy's old MySpace information? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Okay, so Google that. <laughs> um, it's it's just taking the internet by storm right now. Um, <laughs> like like oh super super douchey. <laughs> so you have to remember, MySpace was big like between what like oh four oh eight. Like these are going on ten year old images, and look how douchey he is. You have see <laughs> see. It's this is Maine. All over the place. And like, Why are you posting my pictures? <laughs> look at his mouth. I think this article, yeah. If you suck, you suck. It. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at this bitch I banged last night. Where's the actual MySpace? Um, I think it's deactivated, maybe. But just. Oh, and someone actually found them. Yeah. One of those articles, I think it might be that Buzz, that second BuzzFeed one right there, ha- uh, actually ha- lists out his About Me section. So douchey. So, so douchey. Let's see. Look at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> the picture of him from Bronson. Yeah. <laughs> Bodybuilder. 2008. His height is 01. He's one yeah. inch tall? Yep. God, I didn't know he was like that small. Cooking uh, turkey, yo. All his stupid looking tattoos, his gut. <laughs> that happened. Only that first picture is like douchey. Okay, so all this, it's really long, so obviously don't take time to read it right now because it would just be. Dead I never air. lie. If you suck, you suck. If you're good, I take my hat off. 
and I'm all over you. Yeah. I'll bend over backwards to help anyone of their word. Fuck me. Around. I'll let you go. There's no punctuation, <laughs> which is why he's reading it so weird. <laughs> I want Morgan Freeman to read this. I'll um, let it go. I'm not here. You need to get, go to Fiverr and get one of the people that imitate Morgan Freeman <laughs> yes. to read I'm it for five bucks. I'd pay that whatever. Uh, right now. <laughs> yeah, but it'll sound as good as I do. <laughs> which isn't that great. Anyway, I mean, yeah, it's very like, long. It is very long, but super like not even it's too douchey to be pretentious but like it's the douchebag version of pretentious and really really long i'm a goldfish walking through a desert (laughs) thank you hp is you want harry potter yeah thank you harry potter for my life thank you harry potter for my life i want to work and be useful be a part of the solution (laughs) i am reactionary but i have learned to hold my tongue and my trigger finger Yep. Yeah. That just shows you that everybody's young and stupid I at know, some point. I know. Just now, there's no getting away from it. I don't think I spent this much time writing my about me back in the day. Didn't you? Let's find out. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a novel. We got to delete it before anybody finds it. Yeah, before you make it big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, we, 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 we were talking about how, like, you know, kids these days, like, are... <laughs> Our friends' kids are going to see their parents' MySpace and see their parents doing yeah, all sorts Facebook of shit we will never see our parents doing because that didn't exist. But yeah. it's almost like, thank God, like Facebook came after MySpace. So, like, hopefully everybody's deleted their MySpace <laughs> so that people really don't see the first kind of things yeah. people were doing on yeah. the internet and stuff. When everyone's like, I'm 18, the internet's new. <laughs> Woo! Like, oh God, no. No one needs to and see also, that. Also, MySpace had the song you can choose. To yeah. I did like that. I did like that. Like I just go to my like if there was a song I want to listen to, I just go to my page and make it that song. So then I would just go to my page and it would play automatically. Yeah, I'm sick of this song. Let me pick a different song. Yeah, and then uh, fighting for my top eight spaces. Then they had like Felicia top, said top fifteen. Well, that's Jesse. No, that's not me. <laughs> Let's see. What I don't Felicia put numbers behind like. my last name. I don't need to. Let's see how pretty she is. I think it's Jesse's alter ego. Yeah, that's me. Felicia. That's me right Damn, there. son. Jesse, you have some huge boobs. <laughs> you look better than Bruce Jenner. Her name's yeah. Caitlin. Oh, I'm sorry. Caitlin Jenner. Yeah, if you want to date the date where we're recording this, it's the date <laughs> the Vanity Fair issue yeah. came out and showed how hot Bruce Jenner is now. Uh, there's not a lot here. So, Whoa. Oh, these are connections. These are people she knows, I guess. Um, Weird. Other people that happen to have a MySpace account. <laughs> Still. Still. Weird. It seems like it takes up a lot of space. Yeah. (laughs) So MySpace still exists. That's my brother, but that's weird that I'm not on here. I don't remember ever deleting it. I hope I did, because I don't know how to log in. Search Autumn Day. I don't know how to log in to delete it. I'm pretty sure I deleted mine like a while back. Two wise. Oh, you're lucky there's so many. So that's weird that there's a ton of them. You're just not a beautiful and unique snowflake. Or as Tyler Durden would say, you're a beautiful, unique snowflake, just like would, everybody else. Be the type of person that would put trees in your <laughs> no. profile picture or building. No. No. Are you just saying that so I don't click on them? Autumn dawn. <laughs> nope. Autumn days. Those aren't me. I'm going to assume this so. one's you. <laughs> You're nope. from Staten Island. Apparently. Oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, Please, from, from Staten Island, huh? Staten Island. Yeah, talk I, like yeah, the nanny. Yeah. I don't want to talk like the nanny. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
None of those are me. I guess I did finally deactivate my account. If mine Very shows nice. up, I'll be shocked because I did delete it. Oh, you actively deleted it. Then. Yeah. Oh, rats. I must have as well. <laughs> that's a smart... Kids, that's a smart thing to do. If you yeah. saw MySpace, delete it. Wow. Yeah, I'm really surprised that mine's not up here because I really don't... Oh, wait, it Are is me. Are you that first no. one? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not Didn't me. recognize you with a cigar in your mouth. Who the hell is that, though? <laughs> well, apparently he likes Florida. cows. Yeah. That's a lot of cows. There's some sigilies in Florida. Once again, with your... Fabulous Again, again, once again, I have to tell you, I don't think I do good ones. But remember, yet you continue to do them. I know, because remember, we want to start my own Fiverr account where I do, you know, you pay me a Fiverr <laughs> to do a bad impression. Everybody's on there like, oh, I do good impressions. No, I do bad impressions. Name a celebrity. Uh, my mind went blank. I can't think of a single one. Aha! Stop a lot, I guess. Is he a celebrity? Oh, Big Bird, no. oh, what are we going <laughs> to do? That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't remember how he talked. I just remember it was like, hey, Big Bird, <laughs> what's Bane. going on? That's not it. I did Bane earlier. Somebody else. Oh, you did? Like, that's Bane. Let's go down the Tom Hardy <laughs> list. Yeah, do all Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's go with Max. Huh? <laughs> no. I haven't seen it, so Max. I don't get the reference. My name is Mac. Hey, I, I no, haven't seen not, it. He only says like five as, words. Yeah, it's like, and then Tommy from Warrior. <laughs> you, you you think that makes us brothers or something? <laughs> about Shia LaBeouf. I don't even know how to imitate that douchebag. No, 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 no. He didn't even do that a lot. <laughs> My name is Sam Witwicky. Oh, don't hurt Optimus Prime, Megatron. I want to bang Megan Fox. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you imitate say that, didn't he? That was, a, that was a direct quote, I believe, from Transformers 2. Okay, how about uh, that guy from American Bradley, Sniper? Uh, I am, I am uh, Chris Kyle. Oh, uh, yep. I'm going to make a movie and make some money or something. Rocket Raccoon. I need that guy's arm. <laughs> Again, really? never, never said they were good. It's, it's the choice of words, I think, that sells it. Of all the lines you went for that one, that's funny. I was trying to think of something he said. Uh, he did. He did say that. He's like, no, really, I need it. <laughs> There's that funny meme where it shows him Rocket Raccoon. It says, I need that guy's arm. The next picture is Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. It yeah. is funny. I thought. Um, no, his other good quotes ain't nothing like me but me or whatever. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> I, I can do a good Groot. <laughs> <laughs> can you? I'm Groot. From the Wasn't bottom of your good. throat. <laughs> I didn't, again, didn't say it was good. I am Groot. We are Groot. Yeah, and, and his voice is processed anyway. Yeah. So. Your voice is processed. <laughs> it is processed. Okay, here's my Vin Diesel. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. That's more Rocky. No, this is Rocky. Rocky is a little more, hey, you know, what am I going to do? I don't know, you know? You know? Okay, Nicolas Cage <laughs> from uh, Wicker Man. <laughs> How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! Nope. All right. Never saw it. Don't have, have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's yeah. car speaker just got blown. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's driving and all of a sudden. <laughs> Apologies to whoever that happened to. Yeah. I even turned away from it. From yeah. The cage just overtakes me so quickly. You were possessed. You like, needed like exorcism. Jesse, you need to exercise him. All right. Let's do some uh, leg lifts. Let's exercise <laughs> these demons, everybody. <laughs> Come on, Beazzlebub. Oh, that's such a funny joke. You're so it's funny. so funny. You're so funny. I'm surprised that's not a comedy. 
We need an exorcist. We need to exorcise these demons. And a con man shows up. Most likely Rob Schneider to help exorcise the demons. Do Rob Schneider. Uh, Jesse, the Jessinator, the Jessarama, making copies. That's an SNL. It's also a Staples commercial now. Well, they they stole it from Rob Schneider's character. They didn't steal it. He's in it. Oh, well, never mind. He reprised his role. I'm glad to see he's still got work. Yeah. Because I'll yeah. take him over David Spade any day. Deuce Bigelow would beat the shit out of Joe Dirt. You could probably get him two for one. I would still would. I'd, I would pay David Spade not to show up. He'd probably take it. Probably. Not a fan. Any dating Jenny McCarthy now or something? Who? David Spade. Oh, really? I don't know. I know he's mm-hmm. like, he's dating somebody. Well, last, I don't keep up with this shit, but it just seems like our, well, it might have been years ago. Who knows? He must be married. Uh, I don't know. Kate I figured, Spade. No. Oh, wait, his brother's... He actually oh, Andy, married a spade. I don't know, hold on. <laughs> uh, Jillian Grace. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Playboy model. Hmm. Something, somebody he doesn't deserve. Anyway, any other thoughts on Pretty in Pink? We went way out of... Out of the park? Yeah. Out of the park. Uh, no, no, I don't know. I did not know that he was related to Kate Spade. Honestly, that still got me kind of confused. What's their marriage, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, her name is Kate. You don't know who Kate Spade is. In all honesty, Spade's nope. kind of a cool last name. Well, it, she's a fashion designer. Like, yeah. she makes handbags. They're beautiful and things. And I didn't know they were related. <laughs> <sighs> like, she's for real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen this logo before. Yeah. Like, she's for real. Like, Yep, that's a spade. Well, if she was married to him, she can exactly change her name back because her whole her whole product brand is, is that name. So, married to the brother. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that's good for her, but she also do with David Spade. And then, like, hey, Kate, can I come over and uh, borrow some money to make a movie? Andy Spade. Andy. Crazy. Okay, you learn something new every day. Yep. All right. So, Pretty in Pink, go team. Yep. I like good it. Good job. So you recommend it? Somebody yeah, hasn't seen it in a long totally, time to revisit it. Yeah. I definitely. Oh wait, I, I, I don't know if I gave my store. I gave it a six point. I uh, crumbled it up already. It was six point five. I actually like <laughs> it better than sixteen candles. Cause you're a dude. No, also Harry Dean Stanton's in it. He's a good actor. <laughs> and Jane Spader, Ultron. You know, being a high school douche. <laughs> Speaking of what you said, you saw Age of Ultron, uh-huh. right? What do you think of it? Um, as a whole. As a whole. What I say? I think I said when I left the theater, I gave it a six, but then when I thought about it, it went up to a seven or something like that. Yeah, uh, I'd say it's like the first one. I mean, it, it fits together. But uh, my only real complaint with it is that in the trailer, the one trailer I saw, because I only saw one trailer of it, and it's the one where Ultron's like, "There are no strings on." I was like, "God, it's gonna be so fucking awesome!" Like, and then Ultron's like a comedian. Like he was way too funny. Like to uh, me, like yeah. he was popping jokes and. Well, he's Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to me, it should have been. It should have. He should have been minute. He wasn't scary. Like, there well, would have had to been a reason for him to be scary. Then he just should have been like you know fuck humans and. But it was like every everything he said ended up with a joke or something. Oh, well, he just, was still following his programming. That's what yeah brought it up for me. Is because I thought it, I was like, eh, that's true. He's still he's not just bad to be bad. He's bad because he's cleansing. Yeah. yeah. But he should have been because Ultron the comics is very cult. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's you know, also made by Ant Man and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So. Not. Stark, but yeah, no, no, I just thought it was he was he shouldn't have been as humorous because Spader is a perfect voice for him. Mm-hmm. But it was just like he's it's not like the Spade like it's not like there are no strings on me. That yeah. was like scary. Like, oh shit! 
you know, it was just like, hey, I can't remember any of the lines, but it was just popping jokes all the time. Yeah. So, but again, that's just that's a nitpick. That's not a a fault. That's just personal. But I heard a lot of people complaining because they thought it was like too slow at first. Mm. Like with the whole like I guess the Scarlet Witch fucking with everybody. Maybe. Which I thought that I was cool. Know. You know, I mean it was different. And then with those movies, you kind of when you walk in the theater, you're expecting three hours of your life to be done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not gonna be quick. Yeah, but I, I really liked how they made Hawkeye like relevant. Yes. In the first one, it was he gets possessed for like the whole movie, Should've and then he gets hurt. Avengers Two, Hawkeye's Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Which, is, I mean, and honestly, because you know you're you're watching it. I mean, when you really think about it, like why is a guy with he says it in the movie, which was awesome. He's like, I'm just a guy here with a bow. I don't know what I'm doing here. Like exactly right, but then but you know they made him awesome. And my favorite part of the whole movie was when Quicksilver runs off with Scarlet Witch. He's like, Psh, I could do it. Yeah, nobody would know. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. But uh, right before that, you mentioned the. You know, none of this makes any sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know, bone arrow. <laughs> but uh, you know, I enjoyed it. But anyway, next big one's Ant Man, so we'll see where that goes. I, just, yeah. I love the trailer for that. Trailer great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the I little just, train. I just watched it in 3D, and it actually looked really good. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward. I like how it's gonna. You know, you have your like the Captain America series is obviously getting pretty like deep, like oh yeah, in yeah. you know kind of dark almost in a sense. Uh, but you know, Avengers is kind of that Firefly kind of you know there's humor and there's action you know a good mix a good joss true joss whedon kind of production and then i like how ant-man and guardians are kind of a little more comic booky in a sense a little more mm-hmm. more fun i guess you could say like they know that it's sort of even in the damn intro is like i'm ant-man he's like i know i didn't think of it you know like yeah. they kind of recognize like it's kind of a hard sell so they and they got paul don't Rudd, take it kind of you know? seriously too too much yeah but uh it's gonna be interesting i really want to see it just that trailer is so damn fuck like hilarious. Next month. Yep. So we got Jurassic World this month, and then I guess the next big one is Ant Man. Next big it film, I should say. Summer. Of course, there's really nothing to look forward to super bad until December when the Force returns. Why is Hot Pursuit on this list? Stupid. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, speaking of 80s movies, I didn't even know they made a remake of Poltergeist, and that came out like a week ago. And I was like, I saw like Sam Poltergeist, Rockwell. like, what the I fuck? Like that. But hmm. I guess it didn't do well. Oh, Terminator. Oh, pff. Let's uh, wait and see. Yeah, uh, I'm calling it now garbage. Mission Impossible 5, Fantastic Four. Fantas- eh, I want to see Fantastic Four, but it just doesn't look interesting. Yeah, and then we're in the fall after that. But. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, and also... Uh, What's the one you said? Oh, uh, the new Mission Impossible looks good. With uh, yeah, I like how they kind of. I don't wh- think I saw the fourth one. <laughs> uh, we saw it like not in the theater, but like uh, HBO or Showtime or whatever one of the channels we had when we actually had cable, and I really liked. it. I thought it was better than. Well, two's the worst one to me. I really liked three, the one Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then four, kind of took it a little more. Like three was really kind of dark, like with his wife getting, you know, do you think she's dead and. All that, but then four was kind of more like the first one where they have like a outside threat kind of a thing is really good. I you thought. didn't mention Pan. Pan comes out. Oh yeah, yeah Pan. Yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, Hugh Jackman's in it. Speaking yeah. of which, we saw Chappie. That's the other movie Black I wanted Beard. to mention to you. Have you seen Chappie? I have seen Chappie. What did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I um, thought it was fucking awesome. Really? I loved it. Oh wow. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. It's not. It's not the perfect movie, but yeah. It's, Okay, spoil, if, go see Chaffee. We Jesse liked it. I loved it. Autumn. 
I liked it a lot. Liked it a lot. Okay. Uh, spoilers commencing. Five, four, three, two, one. The only thing I didn't like about it was die. Die. Is it dire Dyer or die? Die. Edward. Yeah. Like ninja and yeah. yeah. Which and Yolandi. Uh, I thought they were okay. <laughs> I didn't like them until about like near the end. Well, I thought they, they, I thought it was cool that they used South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just someone yeah. I didn't know. You yeah, know? that's what I, I did like that. Um, yeah, because these are two people who have turned down so many roles that they've been offered. Mm-hmm. But I guess because they're a fan of you know the South yeah. Africans. Oh, they're a fan. Well. I know they were a big fan of Longcamp. How yeah. do you pronounce his last well, he's name? From you know home country and everything. Yeah, but, no. uh, I, I didn't like them at first. They're you know super annoying. Her voice just annoys the piss out of me. <sighs> but anyway, uh, she was supposed to be like they wanted her to be a girl with a dragon tattoo and stuff like that. So thank God that didn't. Happen. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Uh, I loved it. Like uh, at first, I was kind of like, like I'm, I don't know if I like it. Like the first, you know, first twenty minutes, maybe just like, eh. Then Hugh Jackman shows up in his jorts and his little half mullet, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and he has he he's, he owns like the movie. Every scene he's in, in is awesome. But uh, the whole thing where he pulls a gun on him and they all, that was, and then he's like, just joking. <laughs> Just joking. There's and no bullets in here. Goes, like, to, goes and sits back down. Like bullets are not here. You're getting fired. <laughs> exactly. The cops are being called on you, whether there's bullets in it or not. But, you uh, are going to jail. But he was awesome, and all his expressions were amazing. We even looked them up while we were watching it. Like I'm as cross as a frog in a sock. I say that all the time now. It's my new favorite saying. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> like what the hell does that even the, mean? Oh, it means he's angry. Okay. To me, also because basically the movie, like, uh. It's one of those disturbing scenes I've ever seen in a movie. To me, was when they go abandon him with the, the people like yeah. uh, the gang members. That or was disturbing to me because it, it's literally they are abandoning a child. Yeah, basically. And you know, but again, what we set up before in the podcast, good science fiction is taking something like that's mod, like in something that's modern and in a sci-fi setting and doing it well. And you know, the whole nature nurture, the whole different concepts they were dealing with in, in the movie were came together by the time the movie was over amazing hmm. I, I like when it was over just like god this movie's awesome hmm. and then the last fight scene was Jesus Christ like with the uh, yeah. big mech that was awesome and then of course you you kind of hope they die but he <laughs> saves them <laughs> yeah yeah that was an odd ending but uh, also the uh, the visual effects like yes. the integration I, I'm assuming they had to have uh, an actor you know probably. a green suit uh, you know, kind of thing or something. But even I, I'm assuming part of Chappie had to be practical. That might he might have been wearing. Well, then, I mean, it's probably like Rocket Raccoon, where they actually had a little raccoon there, so they can interact <laughs> then, with it. Yeah. yeah, genetically modified organism again. Yeah, much like Jurassic Park, like last week. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was. I, I give it. A, I mean, of course, if you're listening, still listening, you already got it spoiled for you. But <laughs> anyway, like I, I really, really liked it more than I thought I did. I would. Hmm. I was. Again, like at first, I was like, "What? See, I who think are it's these douchebags?" For me, I liked it, but I liked it less than I thought I would like. It. I thought I really, really liked it because mm-hmm. of you know District Nine and all the things that came before. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm so. I really hope, like we talked last week, like how our uh, uh, Big Trouble little, little China with the Rock and all that, which would be awesome. And then, uh, but uh, you know, there's all that internet speculation, or I don't know how true it is because I haven't heard anything since. But when Blomkamp released the alien concept art, oh, right, and they right. came out and said they're going to go ahead with it, like I hope that happens because he reminds me of how good of a director Ridley Scott used to be mm-hmm. when he was when Scott was doing Alien, Legend, and all that, and Blade Runner and that kind of stuff. Every one of Blomkamp's films, 
Blomkamp, like you've added an extra uh, concept in there for some reason. But uh, like Elysium, you know, didn't like it at first, but the more I, I watched it a couple other times, and, it, and I, I really like it now. Uh, District 9, of course, was amazing, and obviously really like Chappie. And of course, his Halo commercial was fucking incredible back in the day. Yeah. So I, like, it's a nerd dream. I really hope all that speculation, all that talk on the internet about basically Neil Blomkamp's Alien 3 is true, and that comes to pass because that would be, that is a wet dream. A fucking sci-fi nerd's wet dream because that would be amazing. This guy needs to be doing a comic book movie. He needs to be doing something, you know, put him on one of the Star Wars spinoff films or something or, you know, Abrams ain't directing Star Wars 3, let him do it. I mean, uh, Star Trek 3, you know, let him do it or something because he's, hmm. his, his, the world's, he runs it really, Scott, because he creates a world when he makes a film. Like it, like, you know, of course they all take place in South Africa, yeah, but, I mean, so it is like another planet to Americans for the most part, in a mm-hmm. sense, you know. Starts the movie with the news. Yeah, <laughs> to let you know. Of Verhoeven, of Verhoeven influence, yeah. you know, kind of thing. But uh, about know. Elysium, you saw his. Yeah, his Elysium. That's that. That was another one that kind of wasn't as great as I thought it would be. You know, I didn't. I, like I was saying, I, I like the first time I saw, it, I was like, it's all right, it's pretty, all right. pretty That's... to look at. Love the last fight scene, but then when I saw it again, the more I watched it, like when it would be on Showtime yeah, or whatever, more attention to the I liked subtext. it a lot more. The more the I more, saw it. The second time. The first, first time, time I wasn't a fan. Second, third time. I didn't hate it. Um, but, you know, I just need to watch it again. And yeah. it's pretty. It's yep. His films are so pretty to look at. But District anyway. 9 was great, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Yep. 8.0 on IMDb. Uh, go to, I'm just curious as to what his other films are kind of rated, like on uh, IMDb. 7.1 on Chappie. 6.8 on Elysium. 6.7. Close enough. Yeah, I'd say I like Elysium, the least of the three, but... Still, like it's better than ninety percent of the sci-fi made, that's come really. out. Yeah, he's only made. <laughs> he's got this reputation, and he's only done three. Like, really made three movies. Like he's like we talked like when we were talking about my favorite movies from nineteen eighty. Yeah, we only did eighty. Uh, you know, like I'm I don't I'm not a Scorsese fan. I like a lot some a lot of his films, but I don't eagerly anticipate his next movie. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Blancamp's next movie. Mm. Like I'm excited for what he's doing. You know, I still keep up with what really Scott's making because I still like him. But I mean, he's you know. For lack of a better word, he's gone soft. Yeah, you know, he's his films aren't like they used to be. For whatever that's worth, but anyway, I think we spent more time on this podcast <laughs> in the wrap up. Than what movie else. are we doing? Pretty in pink. <laughs> Doesn't so, matter. Oh yeah. right, pretty in pink. But anyway, if you're still listening, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week with the Road Warrior. Until then, stay safe and don't let your road rage get the best of you. So you can come back and listen. I know a fact about road rage. Uh, I, I could see your brain working behind your eyes that you wanted to say this. Say it real quick before we sign off. Um, I read recently that there is one way you can tell if a car, either in front of you or on the road with you, is going to have road rage or not. Not the car, the driver, obviously. But <laughs> Unless it's a transformer. Yeah. Unless it's a transformer. I think it's a transformer. I found a transformer. Somebody needs to make a meme of him like on a power line with an actual <laughs> transformer. I think I found a transformer. Anyway, the way you can tell. Uh, it's bumper stickers. Doesn't matter if it's one or ten. Doesn't matter if it's a gay pride coexist whatever bumper sticker. And bumper road rage bumper sticker. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what Don't the bumper sticker is for. If it's political. If it's pride. If it's my other car is a Tardis? warthog. Does I mean, this include window stickers? Yes, any <laughs> stickers. That's how you can tell because the reasoning behind it is that people that put things like that on their car consider their car an extension of themselves. They're really mm-hmm. um, like 
you know, like you pr- you would protect your home, like you protect your car. And if you veer in front of them without a blinker or something, they take it as a personal affront. Like if you had cut them off in the <laughs> shopping cart, like in a in the shopping center, the store, whatever, um, without apologizing. Basically, they take it personally, and that's uh, how you can tell if they're going to yeah, have. Yeah, but I could hit rage. them in the shopping <laughs> <center>. <laughs> Absolutely, you could. They're not protected by their car. Yeah, exactly. That but that is they a that's anything. a huge red flag. Is the bumper stickers? Doesn't matter what the bumper sticker says or I how many. Have. Me either. I don't either. But that's that's yeah, definitely one way to You've hmm. had one. You don't have one now, but you still have the Fleur de Lis. No. Mm-hmm. On the Optima. The Saints Fleur de Lis. <gasps> I did for a little while, yeah. yeah. I think mm-hmm. it came off. But anyway, Anywho. that's been. Oh, oh, if you had the sound effects, the more you know. Do, 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 do. And Make a donation at ellisonpods.com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get those sound effects right back. Send here. your bumper stickers, <laughs> what you have on your card, agevis.gmail.com. I think I did the wrap-up and everything with yeah. everything. You know, check us out, awesomepods.com, on Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. And don't forget, as always, our friends at Now vs. Nostalgia and Lafayette, John and James, they've been cranking out episodes faster than I can listen to them, which is awesome because I love getting in the car in the morning driving, even though my drive's now 10 Short, minutes to work. Yeah. But uh, at least listening to some part of a podcast that I subscribe to on the way, and they've been back-to-back. They recently did, I think their last one might have been a handheld one, which uh, the only handheld I ever had was a Game Gear and then a... Oh, like Tiger Electronics? Yeah, that's stuff, they talk about that stuff too, but mainly like the Game Boy kind of era and that kind of stuff. I never had <laughs> which any I'm, of them. Whatever. I never had any They're Nintendo handhelds as well. The only, I only ever played a Castlevania and uh Tetris on Game Boy because Larry's little brother, our friend Larry that I've mentioned on the podcast before, his little brother had a Game Boy, and this was like years after they were even popular anyway. But I remember I had a Game Gear, and the only games I ever had for it were Joe Montana Football, which I mentioned before on the podcast, mm. and also... Uh, was it Mortal Kombat? The first Mortal Kombat Game Gear port. Wow. Which was terrible. I had a clear Game Boy, and it was like... Fancy. I, I got it like two months before Game Boy Color came out. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> and the only game I really played was Dr. Mario. Oh, Don't matter. You don't I mean, need color for that. I mean, and, but in all honesty, like, you know, because like the Vitas are out, and like apparently they're ending the support for them, but the Vitas badass to me for the simple reason I can leave my PS4 in rest mode and go anywhere at Wi-Fi and... Play connect it. and play like that's fucking awesome yeah like why sony give me an app for that yeah. apple give me an so app they're discontinuing for that. that or there, uh, uh, a lot of support uh, for it like for games for it is going away i guess they're all switching this mobile market yeah like konami is too supposedly like they're not even the rumor is they're not even making aside from the new metal gear coming out at the end of the year they're not making anything any more console games after that it's they're going supposedly going straight mobile as in mobile there's an article here why you should buy a Vita in 2015 I'll have to read that later yeah later but anyway <laughs> thanks everybody we hope you made we made your day a little bit brighter and didn't spoil th- and you turned it off if you were about to hear a spoiler for so a movie that you should this. be watching but anyway next week everybody the Road Warriors see you then I'm Trey Harris wait I'm yawning uh, wait who? yeah I was yawning um, you on Autumn Harris time. and our producer <laughs> Jesse Sedgley cowabunga motherfuckers on facebook.com slash awesomepods and follow us on twitter at awesomepods.